Hello, my friends. I want to follow up with you on a conversation uh, from another open house that we had the other night where we got together in somebody's home and they asked me questions about my campaign and what I believe. And the issue of housing came up. And we know here in Utah, we have a housing crisis uh, in many parts of the country, if not the entire country, we have a housing crisis. We have a problem where younger generations cannot find places to live. They have to four, have four or five people to a house. They can't afford housing. And I've heard a lot of solutions. And you know, before uh, this actual open house, I my thought process was, well, you know, this is this is a local issue. Uh, cities and counties need to change their zoning. They need to make sure that that uh, developers are building, you know, multi-use uh, housing so that we can fit more people in smaller areas. They need to be incentivized to do that, possibly forced to do that. But I've been going through this thought process after that meeting, as I often do. One thing that you will learn about me is that I'm always growing. I'm always uh, adding to my beliefs. I'm always improving them. I'm always researching. I'm always listening. I'm always thinking. I think that anybody who's, who's just decided at one point in their life that this is exactly what they believe and they will never, ever change again, it just doesn't seem like reality to me. And it it seems short-sighted. And so for the past week or so, I've been really thinking about this housing problem. And I'm not here to present uh, this incredible solution to you tonight. Um, I'm actually here to ask you and get your thoughts about something that I've been thinking about. And I'm sure you've, you've thought about this as well. But I don't think that this housing problem is new. I don't think that it is a result of anything that is happening right now. Like, for example, people trying to blame President Biden or people trying to blame Democrats or, or other groups. I think that it's a much, much bigger issue. And I think it has to do actually with our culture specifically with American culture. And I think that if you got out your crystal ball or in hindsight and you looked way back, and I mean way back, maybe just after World War II, maybe pre-World War II, at some of the things and decisions that started to creep into our society, I think that is the moment in time when we were set on a course where we would eventually be experiencing this housing crisis. I think it started way, way back then. And this is kind of a revelation for me. Maybe for the, for the rest of you, you're like, come on, J-Mac, this, this was obvious. And it has to do with what is, I think mostly, now I haven't been to other many other countries, so you can help me speak to this, but I think that it has to do with a uniquely American belief that at a certain age, you move out and you go and you live on your own as a family. 
and you have your square space, whatever it is. It's the picket fence. It's the American dream with the garage, you know, with the patch of grass in the front and the back. And that's the American dream. And I can remember growing up and and thinking to myself, first of all, that's what I wanted. And not only that, I wanted to get out of my parents' house as fast as I could. And my parents wanted me to get out of their house as fast as I could. And then I remember being a parent thinking and telling my children, you know, at a certain age, you're going to have to fend for yourself. And and I expect that you're going to go to college and there's going to be a certain point where I'm going to expect you to leave and I'm going to expect you to live on your own. And I was pretty convinced about this path. And honestly, I would say only in the last few years of my life have I started to believe that maybe this is the cause of so many problems right now in society. Possibly the cause of the breakdown of the family, definitely the cause of of the housing crisis that's going on. And I just, you know, I got to know other other societies and communities. You know, I served an LDS mission in Miami. I got to know so many of the other South American cultures, Cuban culture, and you know that they're completely different. And, and we've seen this in other countries. There is not this expectation that you are going to turn 18, get a job, go to college, and move out of the house. You have generational housing. And it's not considered taboo. It's actually considered uh, the proper way to do things, that there's this kind of patriarchal thing going on. And the expectation that you're going to live with your parents and have your kids there, and then your kids and your grandkids are possibly going to be there, is completely normal. Now, I'm not suggesting that maybe we have to go back and adopt all of that, but I will tell you in my own life, uh, we are experiencing this as a family right now. You know, I did my best to raise my kids to go out and go to college and go out and take care of yourself and whatever. And I have four adult children. And there was a point uh, just probably two years ago when uh, three of them have had moved out. The fourth one was getting ready to go. And we were looking at empty nesters. You know, how long have you heard this, you know, this term? Can't wait to be an empty nester. And I was looking forward to being an empty nester. And then some things started to change. Uh, the pandemic came. We saw the housing crisis change. And, but not only that, in the lives of my own children, things started to change. And these changes brought them back to us. And we were very glad that we were in a situation where they could come back to us. So for example, many of you know the story of my daughter. You know, I've shared with you the lives of my kids. They all, they all know that they're kind of part of this, uh, this broadcast on a, on a regular basis. So you know somewhat about them, but my oldest daughter, uh, visited Louisiana, New Orleans, uh, one time. We were there as a family. She fell in love with it. 
And so a few years ago, she decided she was going to move there. And she saved up her money and she moved there and she got an apartment, she got a job, and she was living that adult life. She had her own place and she was on her way. And then what happened? A hurricane came and wiped her out. She lost all of her possessions. She called me in the middle of the night and was in her car by herself with her two cats and only the possessions that she could fit in her car. And she's sitting there with nowhere to go. And I'm over here in Utah just in tears for my daughter. Now, fortunately, we, we were able to find her a hotel. It was two hours away. And then the next day she got on the road and she drove back home and she moved back in with us. And I got to tell you, I was, I was so, so grateful that we were in a place where we could offer her a place to live. And she's still here with her two cats and she's now gone back to college. And, you know, her kind of life course has changed a lot. And then, uh, and then we have, uh, my next daughter. She had moved away. She had a job in uh, Washington and uh, she, she was there with her boyfriend. She followed her boyfriend there. They were living on their own and, you know, paying their bills and saving up for a house and all of those things. And next thing you know, he gets offered a, a great job here in Utah. But there's no way they could afford a house or a place to live. So next thing you know, we clear out another bedroom and guess what? They're now here with us, with their dog. And so we went from having one, one child left in our home to now only having one outside of our home. <laughs> we are uh, almost a complete family again. We are how many adults? Uh, we are, it's me, my wife, uh, my oldest daughter, my second oldest daughter, uh, her boyfriend, my and my uh, adult son, and two cats and two dogs, and we are living here in this house. And there was a time when I would have thought, I don't want to enable my children. I don't, you know, am I making it so that they, you know, they don't grow up? You know, am I a failed parent because they boomeranged back? I'm not feeling any of those things. And I, it's really kind of this transition or, or growth for me. I'm actually incredibly grateful. And, and you know what? I'm loving being around my kids. And, uh, so is my wife and loving knowing that, you know, they're not, they're not just sitting here taking advantage of us. They're putting money away. They all are working towards their own goals of living on their own or finishing college or whatever else. And something just is telling me that this is, this is right. It feels right. You know, now I'm not suggesting that in every situation it will work. Um, and I certainly worry if I create a situation where I stunt the growth of one of my children because I'm providing free rent or whatever else, and they're not growing. They're taking advantage of that. And my wife and I have those discussions and we talk about it, but we're not in that situation with any of our kids. And I just thought, you know, I wonder if it would have been different. I wonder if my children would be in a better place 
if from the very beginning, instead of having this feeling that they have to move out, they have to be on their own, they have to find their own place, if from the very beginning they knew that they could stay with us as long as they needed to and save up money, and maybe maybe they don't go into debt for college because that was one of the things, move away and go to college and get student loans for housing, and now they're paying off that debt. Maybe they could stay here and have access to our transportation or, you know, all of the other things. And it really started me thinking that could it be that our housing crisis here in the United States started decades ago, that we've been on this course now for half a century? And if that is the case, the solution to get out of it is a lot more difficult. I will tell you this, I know so many parents whose children have boomeranged back and they don't regret it, they're glad. But I, I do think that they feel like it's somehow against the grain, like it shouldn't last or maybe they failed a little bit. And I think that that's what we have to get over is the idea that if our children are staying with us longer, that somehow that means we didn't teach them well, that somehow that means that we are a failure as, as a parent. Man, I've, I've just so changed in my belief and my philosophy on this. And I, I believe now, you know, when, when somebody says, you know, well, I can't move out. I, I can't even afford an apartment. What if we said, why are you trying to move out? Take advantage of where you're at. You know, get ahead and then decide. I think maybe it's time to start thinking about a generational shift here. Now, we do have to worry about short-term housing. That is definitely a problem. We are, we are growing faster than we are able to handle. And that has to do with infrastructure. That has to do with water resources. It has to do with so many things. And this type of generational shift could go a long way in solving those problems. But we're talking about something that would take decades. So don't get me wrong. I know that we need short-term solutions here, and I am in favor of any discussions regarding those short-term solutions. But what do you think about this idea that this uh, generational idea that you have to move out, you have to find your own space? Do you think that's what's really led us to this problem? I think it might. And I'd love your thoughts on it. Share it in the comments. If you love the discussion, please subscribe and like uh, wherever you are viewing this, whatever platform you are on. And I would love it if you decided to help our campaign. Many of you don't know I'm running for Congress. And if you go to jmacforutah.com, I promise you that any money that you donate, I will be a wise steward of that money. And I will not use it to fall into the pit of fear, hatred, and anger that is being spread so rampantly by most of our politicians today. So just kind of food for thought today. And with that, have a wonderful night.